Live from San Francisco on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network, you are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with your hosts, Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi. Are you ready? Are you ready? Let's get it on! How's it going, everybody? Brian Alvarez here on Wrestling Observer Live. We are here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern, Sundays, 3 Pacific, 6 Eastern. Lots to get into here today on the show. We're looking for your feedback on the two big shows that took place yesterday, the WWE Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Second pay-per-view in two weeks, and hey, we got another one coming up in two weeks, the TLC show. Obviously, Rod tonight is going to be building up that show, probably... If there is going to be a S.H.I.E.L.D. reunion and a S.H.I.E.L.D. match at that pay-per-view, they probably should set it up tonight. I guess if they really wanted to, they could wait till the go-home show, but if it were me, I'd do it tonight. What were your thoughts on the WWE Hell in a Cell pay-per-view, as well as your thoughts on the New Japan King of Pro Wrestling show, which aired on NJPW World last night? I've not seen all of King of Pro Wrestling yet. I'm working my way through the top matches I've seen the Juice Robinson Kotobushi versus Hiroshi Tanahashi and Togi Makabe match, which was a good match, nothing blow away. And then there was Will Ospreay beating Kushida to win the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title. I know people hate to hear it, but, I mean, with the possible exception of the New Day match, this match was just blew away everything on Hell in a Cell. This match was so awesome. So if you get a chance to check out Will Ospreay Kushida, make sure you do so. As noted, the New Day match at the Hell in a Cell pay-per-view was a great opener. Hell in a Cell, they're building it up as a legendary, all-time classic feud. Main event, for what it was, was also a good match. I mean, of the 39 minutes that it aired, about 29 minutes was laying on the mat and selling. But they did do some crazy things in the match, including two bumps off the cage, the second of which involved Shane McMahon for the second time in 18 months, coming off the top of the cell with an elbow onto an ounce table. And this time, unlike The Undertaker, Kevin Owens did not move. But rather, he was pulled out of the way by Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn has turned heel on SmackDown. He'll be teaming up with Kevin Owens. we got a lot to talk about today in Dr. Lucian, the final segment. We won't waste any time. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. Shiver in the dark, it's raining in the park, but meantime, sound of the river, you're stopping your whole... Results may vary. Not a solicitation for legal services. If you owe the IRS back taxes, payroll taxes, or have not filed your returns, the IRS will get you. They can take your property, take you to court, even put you in jail. One call to Wall and Associates, and your tax problems are solved. Wall has saved clients over $150 million in the last five years. Our average client settles for about 10% of what is owed. With one call to Wall, you'll never need to talk to the IRS again. We offer free face-to-face consultations in your local area. Remember, Wall has a proven track record with a total client savings over $150 million. Call now for your free face-to-face consultation. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. 800-813-9940. 
Filling an opening at your company means more than just finding an employee. You're looking for a fit, a match. Robert Half understands that. We know you need someone who can do the work, someone who complements your culture. And, of course, you need that someone fast. When it all comes together, it makes for a perfect fit. Satisfaction guaranteed. Robert Half, the matching experts in accounting, finance, IT, legal, marketing, and administrative staffing. Visit roberthalf.com for more information. Book Club Radio. Today we're chatting with Mike Papantonio, leading trial lawyer and prolific author. His latest novel, Law and Vengeance, is a nonstop action-packed legal thriller. We spoke with him about the book and the real-life issues that inform and inspire his writing. This book really focuses on white-collar crime uh, in a big way. I think capitalism running well works very well. But when it's out of sync like it is right now, it's an abysmal disaster. And so that's what these books focus on. They kind of give you the inside look that other people can't give you. I simply have the files. I have the documents. I take the depositions. I try the cases. I take the statements. I see it firsthand. And the typical author never gets a chance to look at that type of material. So it gives me, does give me a little bit of an edge where it comes to talking about things like white-collar crime and the double standard of crime in the United States. On the heels of the critically acclaimed legal thriller, Law and Disorder, comes Law and Vengeance, the latest novel from famed trial attorney Mike Papantonio. Law and Vengeance follows the law firm of Bergman Decatomas, who is now in the crosshairs of a weapons manufacturer. But this is not a law firm that plays by all the rules. Based on a real case, Law and Vengeance, the riveting new legal thriller by Mike Papantonio, is available wherever books are sold. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back in the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. We've got a lot to get into today. No time to waste. If you want to give your feedback on Hell in a Cell or King of Pro Wrestling, the phone number 844-411-5411. That is 844-411-5411. You can send your text messages to 425-780-7566. The Doctor of Lucha is joining us in the final segment of the show here today. I've seen all of Hell in a Cell, obviously. Seen the Will Ospreay match and the Tanahashi match on the King of Pro Wrestling show. But the first thing we got to talk about here today, here's the story on Shane McMahon, everybody. So he's alive. I mean, that's good. I talked about this on the show yesterday. I mean, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand. You want your children to see you do what you do. But you're going up to the top of a 20-foot cell, and you're jumping off, and you're crashing through a table, and you're you're guaranteed to get hurt with your kids in the front row. I, I just don't get it. I don't want to harp on it. I just don't understand. I, I, I Anyway. Here's what's going on with Shane McMahon. This is the official WWE. thing you got to realize is Shane McMahon, the last time he jumped off the cell at the Undertaker match, I guess it was two years ago, a year and a half ago. Last time he did that, I mean, he came out for Raw the next night and he is limping and everything like that, selling the injuries. And he did suffer injuries during that match. And they, they kept it quiet because these are the McMahons. I mean, we never hear about the McMahon suffering injuries unless it's something so patently obvious, like when Vince McMahon blew out both quads sliding into the ring and basically was 
incapacitated with yeah. two torn quads forever. Because remember, he was knocked out by Kevin Owens with a headbutt, busted wide open, but he still had to walk to the He bed. didn't sell it backstage. And I'm sure it's, it's, it's likely, I don't know, but it's likely that Vince McMahon suffered a concussion when he got headbutted by Kevin Owens. But he's Vince, and he doesn't, he doesn't let anybody, he doesn't sell. Same thing with Shane. But here's, here's the story. This is what WWE claims about Shane McMahon. SmackDown Live Commissioner Shane McMahon has been taken to a local medical facility after leaping from the top of Hell in a Cell and crashing through an announce table during his brutal false count anywhere Hell in a Cell match against Kevin Owens. A preliminary report has determined that Shane may be dealing with multiple, he may be dealing, it says, with multiple injuries, including neck trauma, fractured ribs, and a dislocated shoulder. While nothing has been confirmed at this time, WWE.com will continue to monitor Shane's condition. I don't know if any of that is true. I mean, they may they may have made up all of those different injuries right there. I hope the guy is not badly hurt. But I do know that during the match, the word that I got was that he got dinged up very early. May have been concussion. I don't know if it was a concussion. I don't want everyone reporting that I said he had a concussion. I'm just telling you what I heard. I heard he was, he was dinged up early, may have suffered a concussion. I heard he was hurting bad after the coast-to-coast dropkick. Which, I mean, I believe the last time he did that, he he did get knocked out because Roman Reigns speared him or something like that, that Survivor Series match. I think Shane has suffered a concussion in every single match he's wrestled since he's come back. And then, obviously, when he flew off the cell, I mean, what I could tell you is they took him backstage and, you know, they don't allow everybody to go back there and see what's going on. But they had the EMTs and medics back there and they attended to the guy for a long time. I mean, this is a this is a 47 year old guy who is not a regular wrestler. He's got a lot of miles on his body. He's gotten injured in every single match that he's wrestled. I mean, if someone could find an exception, I'd love to hear it. I mean, maybe the AJ match, but certainly the Undertaker match, the Survivor Series match. He was badly injured, and now this one. I mean, I don't know. 2017, they're letting the son of Vince McMahon go out there and and just kill himself. It's nuts. It's absolutely crazy. And he's already had his kids there, too. I mean, this is, you know, HBO showing uh, Melissa Guzman, Miguel Cotto's wife, when he was getting whooped by Pacquiao. Uh, Anoki did this, and K1 did this when... uh, Oh, who was it? Tadalia Suda getting knocked out in front of his daughter with the whole reason that he was fighting, the whole storyline being that he doesn't want to fight, he's an old man. But, but you know, he, he's got to because he's in such gambling debts, and it's just like, it sucks. And obviously, WWE didn't take it to that level. And in fact, the kids are sitting there smiling at Kevin Owens as, as, as you know, he's, he's, he's kicking their, their dad's ass. Yeah, they were smiling at the beginning. I don't think they were smiling when their no, dad was put well, on they, a backboard. No, well, and the fact that the kids got the, the double middle fingers up, there's a picture of that, which, you know, you know at, at Sami Zayn, who pulled Kevin Owens out of the way. Yeah, I don't know why. And I don't know why he had to do the stunts that he did. I don't know why this had to be hell in the cell in the first place, other than to do something like that. And maybe it's because it's Shane's. Last one, although why would that wouldn't have been after The Undertaker? I have no idea. But It is not his last one. They're going to be coming back at Survivor Series. They're well, going to do the team versus team deals. It's going to be Shane's team versus Kevin Owens' team. Well, look, I don't think – look, it's very possible because it would not shock me whatsoever. They may ham up these injuries, but if you told me he's got a separated shoulder or a slightly fractured collarbone or 
or busted up ribs, if not broken ribs, then, you know, none of that's going to surprise me. And I don't want to see him back in the ring, period, at all anyway. I don't want to see him fall off anything anymore. And I don't want to see anybody's kids brought out, trotted out there uh, in front of the crowd before somebody falls high off of something anymore for, for anything. So that's the main event, as noted. Sami Zayn pulled Kevin Owens to safety. They're friends now. Sami's turned heel, presumably going to team up, probably win the tag team titles here at some Amazing. point. So, Sami Zayn's a heel. That's Yay. the story. You know what? Good for him. Awesome. And <laughs> it just it blows my mind. All the things they missed with him as a fan favorite, hopefully they can do with him as a heel. But there you go, Sami Zayn, ride or die with you. You know, just, you, No matter what frustrations that he may have, no matter what a friend may do to him, uh, if he thinks uh, his friend is going to, to pass away via Shane McMahon's uh, body, uh, he'll, he'll be there for you. And the Usos beating the New Day in a Hell in a Cell match. This match was great. It was by Speaking far the best die, match on the show. The Usos won the titles, so, I mean, we talked about this yesterday. The idea is the New Day is going to set the record for the number of title reigns. So in order to do that, you got to lose and lose and lose and lose and lose, and then win and win and win. So that's the story there. We had the Jinder Mahal match with Shinsuke Nakamura. You'll be stunned to hear there was interference from the Singh brothers, and Nakamura hit the Kinshasa, but the referee was busy kicking them out. And so by the time he got in the ring, Nakamura, or Jinder got his arm on the ropes. And then the finish, I swear to God, Shinsuke Nakamura goes for a charge. He misses. He hits the post. And Jinder hits the coloss and gets the pin. So Jinder Mahal didn't even do the short-term title change here. Jinder's a champion, and he's going to be champion going into India. So I think they are actually going to go with that idea of he will be champion all the way through WrestleMania. Which, by the way, somebody yesterday noted... JBL, when he won the title, when they decided they were going to elevate JBL to world champion, they gave him the title right around the time that Jinder won the title, and he did, in fact, hold it all the way through WrestleMania. So this is a Vince McMahon thing here, and it looks like that's what they're doing. Charlotte and Natalia, DQ finish, that was lame. Bobby Roode, Dolph Ziggler had an 11-minute SmackDown match. There was nothing special about it. Ziggler's great ent entrance was no entrance. Randy Orton beat Rusev in a solid match, and then Baron Corbin beat AJ and Ty Dillinger when he pinned Ty to win the U.S. title. So what I figure here, I mean, there's, I don't know. I mean, you would think that AJ would get a rematch in a singles match and then Baron would beat him, but part of me thinks he's not going to get a rematch, and the reason they put Ty in there was so AJ wouldn't get pinned and he can challenge for the world title now. Because who else is going to carry Jinder to good matches as he defends the title? We've had Randy Orton, and we've had uh, Shinsuke Nakamura. I mean, there's not many people left on that brand, so I presume it's going to be AJ. Anyway, that as was the show. As long as it's not Nakamura anymore, I'll be okay. Well, it appears they blew off that Nakamura feud last oh, night. That was but... so bad. That but was you know the what? worst match. He beat Orton. And they still came back and did another match on TV, a non-title match where Orton got his win. So I wouldn't be surprised if they do a non-title television match and Nakamura gets his win and they move on. This is also patterned, so these are my thoughts. And then as far as the New Japan show, we can talk about that later. I've only seen two of the matches, but no surprise, Naito beat Ishii and Okada beat 
Evil. So it is, in fact, Okada Naito for the title at the Tokyo Dome. Talk about that today as well. And Dr. Luch is coming up, so stand by. Back in a moment, Observer Live. The sun can make your outdoor deck and patio space so hot and uncomfortable, you can't use it. But now there's the Sunsetter Retractable Awning. A Sunsetter Retractable Awning opens and closes in just 60 seconds, and it keeps your patio about 20 degrees cooler. It provides instant shade and protection from the sun's harmful rays. You can get your Sunsetter for as little as $5.99 when you call now to get your special $200 discount certificate and free awning idea kit. You're going to love your Sunsetter Retractable Awning. Sunsetter Awnings are assembled in America and guaranteed to last. So call 800 692 268 now to get a free awning idea kit with DVD plus your $200 Sunsetter discount certificate. This is a limited time offer, so call 800-692-0268. That's 800-692-0268 for your free awning idea kit with DVD and $200 discount certificate. There's no obligation, so call 800-692-0268 now. Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-754-4531-800-754-4531-800-754-4531. That's 800-754-4531. My joints used to kill me. I'd wake up with stiff knees and a stiff back, and it wouldn't get much better throughout the day. I went to doctors and took almost every supplement you can think of, and nothing seemed to help. Then I found something called Oil Can Joint Lubricant. They use only top-of-the-line, all-natural ingredients, and I know many companies make similar claims, but here's the big difference. Oil can ingredients are scientifically formulated to work together faster than anything else in the marketplace. That's guaranteed. I take oil can every day. My knee pain was gone as just a few days. So if you have knee pain, back pain, and you've tried everything, try Oil Can Joint Lubricant risk-free right now. I'm confident you'll have fewer aches and pains within days, or we will gladly refund your money. Call right now. 800-989-1795. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back here on the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. we got a lot to get into here today. Got a lot of text messages about the last couple of days, so let's not waste any time, as Dr. Lucha will be joining us in the next segment. First says, on Talking Smack, AJ said he wants his rematch with Corbin this week. He also wants to take the WWE title from Jinder. 
And if Shane needs him, he would have Shane's back against Owens and Zayn. Well, there you go. That's everything we've been talking about today. So he'll be on the Survivor Series team, and he'll be facing Jinder for the title. Which actually, what does that mean for Survivor Series? There's no title match? He's going to wrestle twice on that show? And no. they probably will do a singles match with Corbin, and maybe Jinder will interfere since he's called out Jinder, and that sets up the world title match. So a lot of ways they can go there. This person says, so who does Jinder lose a title to at Mania? Shane? I don't know. I mean, the person that it could be is the person that still has not won his 17th world title, John Cena. John Cena, Jinder Mahal for the title at Mania. And John breaks the record in his swan song at WrestleMania. Let me ask you a question. Could we see Jinder Mahal in a Survivor Series traditional match alongside the Singh brothers and two other dastardly heels? The Singh brothers? Yeah. No, he'll have like himself, Sami Zayn. <laughs> the Barry thought Corbin. of the Singh brothers wrestling in either tag team matches or doing anything other than falling off of high things or dancing alongside Jinder Mahal does not seem to be something that you are, are too fond of. Why? Why are these guys not wrestling at all? Well, the feeling, are they that bad? The feeling was that they weren't good enough for the cruiserweight classic. I mean, they may wrestle some small matches sometime, but but they're not like the they're, they're they're not able to get event. beat up by like they're they're that bad. They can't be get beat up by Shelton Benjamin and Chad Gable or something. Mike, listen, I love you, but this is the Survivor Series main event, and it's Team Shane versus Team Kevin Owens, and you want the Singh brothers and Chad Gable and and. No, Benjamin not for that match, for their own traditional Survivor Series match. No, they don't need to be in the ring. They're doing fine the way they are. We don't need to throw right. everybody in the ring like Shane McMahon. Jesus, why are you making this into the main event? I just said nothing about that, for God's sakes. Dude, you mentioned that they would be on the team with, with Kevin Owens. No, not with no, not with Kevin Owens. I didn't say anything about Kevin Owens. Too hung up on the Shane. Play the right tape, now. Dom. All right, this person Remind says, that. were they trying to break the top of the cage? They look like they were working that spot specifically. Well, yeah, they were They were working on the spot right in the middle because they didn't want to fall off the edge. Trust me, they were not trying to break the top of the cage. That was terrifying, though. Yeah, this whole thing that was, was terrifying. terrifying. I just, oh, my God. And I know, look, they, it's reinforced and all that stuff. I, I know. But, again, as a father, I kept thinking about his kids in there, and I just kept thinking about both of their kids and the thought of one of those panels, and I, I know professional and all that sort of stuff, but come on. I just, nah, didn't have to happen. I, I'm good with never seeing stuff like this anymore. Sadly, the reason no one could care for Charlotte selling is because we know if she really couldn't walk, they would stop the match. I don't think that was the problem with that match. That match was fine. When did they make the decision to do a, a, a Starcade? Like, when did they plan out and go, this is what we're going to do? Because the only reason I can conceive of now at this point with the whole thing with Naomi and Carmella and Charlotte and, and is the fact that Natalia win, is winning the belt so Charlotte could win it at Starcade. Like, that's, I, I still don't understand why Natalia is the champion right now, other than to have Charlotte beat her for the belt in Greensboro. Well, it's a house show. I mean, they could do it. It's not even a WWE Network special right now. I think they just want to keep this feud going, and they need a stupid finish for it. I guess. I mean, maybe. Why maybe would she already have tapped to. out? I mean, they're not even going to. I don't even think they're going to promote Starcade on TV for one second. They might, 
But I think it's something to do because they want to run head-to-head with the convention down there. I know, but if you wanted to also jack a, a you know, anything-can-happen-at-house-shows thing, it's not like there's not going to be a camera there or anything like that because of everything I'm sure they're going to be taking place. And I'm sure they're going to be doing something predatory to try to get some, some older, you know, heads away from the, the from the convention that's going on and over to them. So... I don't know. I just this isn't a feud that striked my fancy at all, and I still like last night was so lame. After Natalia has already beaten her, it's like it's got to be ending at, at Greensboro. If not, I guess at the Survivor Series. But it just it, it's I don't get it. I don't think it's ending in Greensboro. First off, I thought the match was really good, except for the finish, which sucked. And second off, Greensboro is like two months away now, so it's like at least six or seven weeks away. So that's a long time they have to keep no. this thing going in order to do it at that show. Maybe they will. I don't know. But I think they just wanted they want a TV rematch. They want something for, I mean, what do they have for TV? What what does SmackDown have for TV? Well, she already beat Nothing. her on TV, though. But, I mean, do Natty and, uh, and uh, uh, Becky? I guess you could do that as a stopgap. This person says, during the tag title cell match, didn't the referee unlock Biggie from the handcuffs right away? Looked like he was reaching into his pocket before cutting away. Well, I don't think so, because Biggie had a handcuff on his arm for the rest of the match. He busted through that handcuff with his power. I don't know how you unlock him in the middle. Maybe you do. I've never been arrested. I can't help you there. Spurs says, New Japan was fantastic, at least for what I like about wrestling. Amazing how they can be light years ahead of WWE. Well, two different shows. It's not, it's not exactly light years ahead. It's more like one company says... Here's the finish. Do whatever the hell you want. And the other company says, we're going to assign this agent, and he's going to map out this match for you and do it exactly like this and make sure Ziggler and Bobby Roode, you don't do too much Ooh, and terrible. go out there and just kill some time. Like, look at these guys. Let's look at these people on this show. Kevin Owens, Bobby Roode, Ziggler, Nakamura, Charlotte and Natty. AJ Styles, Ty Dillinger, Randy Orton, The Usos, The New Day. Skipped a couple of people there on purpose. But the point is, like, talent there. If you let those guys go out there and you said, okay, everybody, we're going to pair you up differently, which is a very important thing. We're not going to put Shinsuke with Jinder. We're not going to put AJ with Baron Corbin. We're not going to put Kevin Owens with Shane McMahon. We're going to match you guys all up in ways where you actually could have good matches. And then we're going to give you a finish, and we're going to let you go out there and do whatever you want. You're telling me that those guys wouldn't have a blow-away show? Of course they would. I mean, all those names I mentioned, if you put them on a New Japan show with those same parameters, we're going to match you up with people that you can have a good match with, and we're going to give you a finish, and you can do whatever you want. You're telling me that those people couldn't have blow-away matches? Of course they could. Of course they could. Helps when the storylines and such, too, that they're built around are actually adhered to and things matter and makes a little bit more sense. But, you know, I, I know everybody wants to, to bash and compare the two so closely. And, and there's ways that obviously from a promotional point of view and from a traditional pro wrestling point of view, yes, there are things that could be pushed together and, and tightened up for WWE with comparisons taken from New Japan. But... 
I, I think to compare these two constantly, and I get it because they're the two biggest in the world, but but to constantly do this and for WWE fans to go to try to defend something they're doing or for a New Japan fan to try to show superiority – it gets old after a while. They are two separate products, and we know who's in charge of WWE, and we know what they're doing right now, whether you want to accept it or not. You just have to deal with what it is, whether they can take some of the things New Japan does and apply it to themselves. Of course they can. It's pro wrestling. It's what they did before. It's what made them actually great. Do they need to get back to that stuff? Yes, they do. Does it need to be harped on all the time or, or, or always compared for everything? It really doesn't. This person here says, there were a lot of stats last night, like Orton has been in the most pay-per-view matches, Natalia the most pay-per-views, Rusev a year-long undefeated. It is as if Elias Sports Bureau here. Wins matter to them. It is funny that they they go so hard to be 50-50 all the time, but they're so into stats. Well, And by the way, let me tell you something. When they mentioned that Rusev had gone a year undefeated, I couldn't even believe it. Like, how in the world did they manage to go a year without beating that guy? The guy can't Wait, catch when? a win nowadays. Well, I mean, does it, the time off of being hurt and such stuff like that, too? I mean, Wade Barrett would come back undefeated for the first time in a long time, too. But I, I don't know. Like, Rusev is fantastic again, was was great last night, even though, I mean, he and Randy Orton, the, the match got ripped to shreds, I think, in the moment, it, it seemed to be after that, that tag match. Uh, in hindsight, I don't think it ended up being too bad, but it was very, very pedestrian, and the year that Rusev and Randy Orton and Bray Wyatt have had all on SmackDown have been something that I'm not saying it's worth writing a book about, but it is certainly going to be something to shake your head out at the end of the year when you add it all up. This person here says, AJ Shane versus Owen Zane, if you go by Talking Smack. Yep, Survivor Series with two more guys on each team. Or maybe three. Maybe they'll do five on five. Who even knows? That's what they should do. Give me tradition. Person says, "Will Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn uh, Zayn team up and turn the Usos face?" I don't know if the Usos are going babyface. New? No. Why? Well, yeah, your, I think he's asking because he wants it to be a tag title program. Well, that hey, that Listen, would be nice, but I do think that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are going to win the tag titles at some point. But I don't think that's the immediate plan. I think they got to get through this Shane McMahon thing. If Shane McMahon can even get back in the ring after all this nuttiness. That he did at the pay-per-view last night. How much of this show have you watched, by the way, this New Japan show? All of it. What are your thoughts on the top matches? Uh, you know, I thought Evil and... Uh, um, Four and three-quarter? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't as good as the G1 match, and I think it suffered a little bit from the fact that there was a little bit more of a question mark, I think, in Naito and she. It's not like... I don't think the, the match results were were in doubt. But I think people had a little bit more doubt when it came to Shi Naito, which made the crowd a little bit better. And I actually liked that match a little bit more. But the thing was, it was a great placeholder of a show. And now we know what we have for their WrestleMania on January 4th. Back in a moment with the doctor. Do you hear me? He has a doctorate in Lucha Libre. Steve Sims is coming up. Back in a moment, Wrestling Observer Live. travelers do you want to save money on your next flight then pick up the phone and call that's right call because the best prices are not online they're with smartfares see smartfares has special deals with the airlines when they have unsold seats they use smartfares to fill them 
so you get airline tickets at ridiculously low prices. Our prices are too low to publish online. With the extra money you'll save, you can book another trip or treat yourself to dinner or shopping. So stop searching all of those travel sites to find the lowest price on your next flight. Let one of our SmartFares expert travel agents find ridiculously low prices for you. Call SmartFares today and get the best price on your next flight. Guaranteed. Also, save up to 50% off business and first-class tickets. 855-325-1780. 855-325-1780. That's 855-325-1780. Hi, Rick Tittle here. You may know me as the Sports Talk host. I can talk about all sports. Football, basketball, baseball, hockey, soccer, golf, tennis, auto racing, boxing, Olympics, rollerball. But this time I'm here to talk about pain. If you have pain in your knee or your back like I do, then you should know about the Health Alert Hotline. If Medicare is your primary insurance, then you could qualify for a back or knee brace at little or no charge. I have an old injury from my football playing days, and anything that can help take that pain away and make it more manageable, that has my attention. I love the free delivery, and they take care of the paperwork for you. So if you have Medicare and need help for back, ankle, knee, or shoulder pain, please call the Health Alert Hotline at 800-428-1570. That's 800-428-1570. Agents are standing by 24-7, so go ahead and call now, 800-428-1570. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies, but you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. We're back here on the show. Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. The Doctor of Luch is joining us here today. Steve Sims. Steve, how are things doing out there in Vegas? Calming down? Yeah, calming down. Calming down. My schedule got thrown for a loop last week. And I've I've not even watched Hell in a Cell yet, but I've watched most everything else and am caught up and ready to go. And let's let's just say a week like that is unlikely to ever happen again. And and it, it's behind it's behind me. And and any pain or 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 inconvenience I felt is is totally insignificant in the grand scheme. And I, I'm doing fine. Do you watch all these WWE pay per views? I try to watch all of them. Yes. I never, th- I never even well, thought about I mean, that before. We never talk about WWE pay per views here, so it is. Yeah, well, it is, it is, it is the main promotion, wrestling promotion on planet Earth. It's the one, no matter 
the fact that I'm Dr. Lucha still, when there's a, a, a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view or a Friday night show for me in Rexco, the you know my Twitter feed is is ten. I get ten, ten times the the commentary on the WWE shows than the, the Mexican shows. Steve, you ever watched it, the it's World still, Wrestling it's Council? Still the elephant in the in the room, no matter no matter what else we follow. You ever watch WWC from Puerto Rico? Do you have WAPA out where you are? I I do not. I have watched it off and on for twenty five to thirty years through from tape trading and backwards. But over the last year or two, I may have seen three shows. It's amazing that it's, you know, it's last. They still have two showings on Saturdays and Sundays, uh, and it's just because I was thinking about it. Because Championship Wrestling from Hollywood now is airing over a lot of CW affiliates, including one in my area now, and it's you know it's it's such a crowded field. It's like I heard Savio Vega is going to be, I guess, trying to run the island again too. He mentioned that during his his shoot for kayfabe commentaries, the back to the territory thing he did with Jim Cornette about when, Puerto Rico, and Mike, when it did, just when did he mention this? Well, he mentioned it with, with Savio Vega. He mentioned it during the I don't. Whenever they filmed the Cornette, when the Cornette and Kayfabe commentaries, I, I, just, filmed. I just mean before before Maria or after Maria, because I didn't think there was any infrastructure left to do almost any entertainment left in Puerto. Well, Rico. that's what I was kind of going to go with. This was it was obviously before Maria, but I mean, kind of where things stand right now and with what's happened and everything like that. I mean. Can you see? I mean, I don't know with Florida and just or or will will wrestling from Mexico pick up in Puerto Rico or vice versa because people are going to need a place to work. You know, TV is still going to need programming and things like that. Obviously, power needs to come on first. It's low on the priority list. But because of the problems they're going to have, I mean, obviously, there's a natural rivalry between the two countries, but there is a respect when it comes to fight sport, including wrestling. So, I mean, is there going to be what is going to change, do you think, if anything at all? Well, if if there is if if the economy recovers to the point, and, and we will completely steer clear of politics on this, but if the if the funds come through and and a a regulation sort of of week a regular sort of week can start up for people in Puerto Rico, which I I'm led to believe by all the reading I've done is not the case now. Is it's it's very difficult for some of them if they wanted to see a Friday night show at Arena Mexico live on the internet. A lot of them don't have internet access to get to still. It's um, WWC, by the way, Puerto Rico for years and years and years has been a really, really, really strong. It, it's it, other promotions other than WWE to a small extent really haven't made any mark on their Mex- Mexican wrestling hasn't made much of a mark on there. Uh, the market there is for the homegrown product. What there is, whether it rises or falls ebbs or flows it's for the it's for the the, the native promotion and right now i'm just guessing the, the best answer we can give is to all of us is the truthful answer is that we just don't know yet there's just not enough recovery underway yet for people to access um um the outside world enough and for their local promotions that they do attend and stuff like that I just, you know, they, I just can't imagine. I mean, a lot of people don't have homes and stuff. I can't imagine that that's yet the sort of priority where the government would be helping to rebuild um, entertainment structures yet. Well, no, obviously. Homes first. Obviously, it's a, a long way off and things like that. But, I mean, it's going to be, it's gonna be I mean, such a long recovery. It's just devastated there to begin with. Yeah, it's, and so does how much, how much wrestling – 
is aired there? I mean, do they get a IWRG or CMLL? What is actually aired in Puerto Rico, to your knowledge, even no, though it doesn't under, have much of a My understanding is everything, well, CMLL, everything they get is, 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 I mean, there is no show to send out. It's just, it's all on their YouTube channels and through Claro Sports and stuff like that. There isn't anything to send. I don't believe Televisa sends AAA over there. And if IWRG sends it over there, I, I can't imagine there's much viewership. It doesn't have any sort of promotional arm. I mean, they had trouble getting 40 fans to a show of their own last week Oof. in Mexico for their, you know, with, with their own local marketing, just, you know, with, with posters around the arena. So it's, it's whatever the answer I think is whatever you could get in, in Los Angeles or in, in, in Baltimore or in Seattle or in Las Vegas over the internet is probably what you can get in San Juan or, or Ponce or, or wherever else in Puerto Rico that your outside promotions, even WWE, you're just going to have to see on TV or internet. And I know WWE does market there, but I don't believe any of the Mexican wrestlers sent, wrestling promotions in anything special to Puerto Rico. So I hear that CMLL has got a tournament coming up. My highest recommendation, I think, I can give, I can give. Every time this year, though, I've done that, Brian. <laughs> there's been something has come up, or it's been a little disappointing, or something. But um, in this week's figure for a weekly, I go into this in more detail. But one of my part, a segment of last year's Leyenda de Plata tournament was my favorite segment in wrestling last year. The first thirty minutes of the match. And this this Friday night at Arena Mexico, they're doing the Leyenda de Plata tournament, which is a a, a sixteen man torneo cibernetico, where everybody gets eliminated. You get to the last two. In in the past, the the winner of the tournament would would you know, go and face last year's winner, but last year's winner La Mascara is now with the crash, so that can't be done. So what I suspect to happen this Friday night is they will have eight Technicos and eight Rudos. They will winnow their way down until there are two people left, and then the championship match will actually take place next week. That's that's probably a really, really good bet as to how it's going to run out. It's, it's possible they'll do the whole the whole tournament this week, but it is structured in the way that CMLL um, hardcore fans and even casual fans would consider this just this is this is a don't miss show. It allows the Technicos to show off all their high spots. It allows for just 30 minutes of straight video game style uh, pace, the video game pace of action. They, they always build in to let the Rudos shine a little bit while they're doing their basing stuff. And it's not got um, in, any red herrings in there for either Technicos that are being thrown in there just for a name, um, like Pierre Roth. Or Rudos that are being thrown in there just because they can base, but because they're not not good flyers. It's it's really more. Uh, it, it might even be appropriate for Reyes del Air, I mean. But I like this this concept. I like CMLL Torneo Cibernetico matches. They are generally my favorite matches in CMLL, other than singles mask matches. And I I have all reasons to expect that the first bulk of this match, if not all of it will be as good as CMLL can do. They've got all their best people in it. It's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be live and free. can't believe nobody sold my understated comedy of CMLL running a tournament. That was for Steve to do. Oh, come on, everybody. Oh, sure. what do you come want on, I just played a drop. 
Jesus. You know, they were a little short of tournaments this year. They ran two in Guadalajara, but I mean, they just haven't had their 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 champions leave or quit or or, or be stripped or get injured or whatever. Dude, I don't like, think they, they need an excuse to run a tournament. You could just run a tournament. Wait, when is the 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 <laughs> mix up tournament where it's like what do they call it? The uh, the, oh, the Grand Alternativa. Yes, the, I like that the, one. The the the, the veterans and the Rudos. I like that one and with Parejas, incredible, whatever while, it is. This deck, you know, for a while this decade, especially the first a couple iterations, the, the um, Parejas Increíbles with the Rudo Technico, where you're representing the style of the city you grew up in. I thought that was dandy. They had been trying to think of something like that for years, and how to mimic soccer and mimic the the regionalness of their fan base. And that was as close as they ever came up with. They they long since discounted the fact of doing some season long, quote unquote, um, tournament where you keep you know thirty eight weeks worth of points and then the you go to playoffs just like soccer did. They thought that in thirty eight weeks the tournament would just fall apart. And every time any other promotion in Mexico has tried something like that, it has. But Leyenda de Plaza is a class is 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 a good tournament. The the, the um, Plata is, of course, to honor El Hijo del Santo. I don't think you'll see Hijo del Santo or his son or any other family member there, but nonetheless, they will have a trophy, a plaque with a shriveled-up Santo mask on it, and it will be a, a star in the cap of whoever wins it. Oftentimes, the winner is something that, somebody that they don't otherwise have in the short-term plans, so it gives that particular technical Rudo a bump and, and a, a star by his name when they're actually going in another direction for like next year's ghost landers and stuff. But on occasions like last year, it's used to promote the next big house show or next big mega show. So we'll, we'll have to see how it goes. We'll, we'll have a, once, once we see the winner, we'll have a more better idea what they're doing with it. So do you think that the mainstream U S press is going to pick up on this Sam Adonis deal at the end of the month? We're going to make them pick up on it. You're going to force it. Here's here's the here's the scenario. They're going to have a they're going to have a Dia de Muertos, a Halloween show, at Arena Mexico. Dia I love that show too. Halfway between one one Friday or the other, so I'm not sure which Friday it'll be. Last Friday of October, first Friday of November, and the past couple of years, the loser of the of each match has been dragged off to hell, and. They are clearly, 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 clearly indicating they're going to run Negro Casas and Samadonis for the hairs at this show. I mean, it's, it's, it's about as obvious as they can do until they formally announce it. And I am, I and many others are going to be nudging everybody we know in the press going, look what happened. The Trump stand-in character just got beaten by the Mexican, got shaved by the Mexican, and got dragged off to hell by every other Mexican in the ring. I think it's. I think I'm, I'm rubbing my hands with glee and anticipation. I love that I show. Think this is going, I I think this is going to be. This is going to be picked up, picked up and run with, and and I, I, the the star the star the cherry on the cake is going to be if Trump himself tweets back in response to this. Oh, when man. is this on? We don't know yet, but end of the month. Well, yeah, yeah. The last Friday of October, the first Friday of November would be when they would. That's a guarantee as to when they're going to run their Dia de Muertos shows. One of those two shows, one of those two Friday nights. I just don't know which because Dia de Muertos is exactly more or less halfway between those two. 
Now, very quickly, Steve, we only to the November one. We only got about a minute here before the next break, but Lucha Underground funding. Well, can you give me? Can you two guys give me your checking account numbers and like you got some like stock you can sell and stuff like that? So you're saying they don't get enough funding? It. I don't hear. I don't hear a peep. I don't hear a peep. And what the more importantly, there is not one wrestler in their entire organization who's come out of the woodwork with any kind of indication on the sly or openly saying that I've been told to hold some dates. I've been told to reserve. I've been told that there's going to be some booking and taping done and stuff like that. And you would think if they do have the go-ahead... It, and they're waiting for the end of the season to announce it, which is a reasonable thing. That's a, that would be reasonable. Well, hold on. Hold that thought. We'll be back in just a moment to wrap it up. Wrestling Observer Live. It has been said that everyone has a book in them. But do you have the time or the ability to write your book? Maybe you picked up some skills or had a life experience that you want to pass on in the form of a book to help others. Maybe you want to leave an autobiography for your family. Or maybe you've built a successful business and you want to share your story. At Dorrance Publishing Company, we have professional writers who can help turn your book idea into a finished manuscript quickly and affordably. A Dorrance ghostwriter can provide as much or as little help as you need to complete your book. You'll work directly with your ghostwriter to finish your book faster than you ever could on your own. It's easy to become a published author. Call Dorrance now to learn more. 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003, 800-485-6003. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003. This is an important announcement. If you're between 50 and 85 and worried about your loved ones, you can still get affordable life insurance for peace of mind. My life insurance coverage is guaranteed, and I was not required to get a medical exam. I had high blood pressure and diabetes, and I got my coverage with one telephone call. No exam necessary. I'm a smoker, and I wanted to take care of my family. I called to get my life insurance and my affairs in order. I wanted to do the right thing. Call Final Expense No Exam Insurance. Your rates are guaranteed and will never increase. I called and learned that this insurance cannot be canceled, even if you get sick or gain weight. And there are no restrictions on how my beneficiaries use the money when I'm gone. Don't wait until it's too late. Call now and get peace of mind for you and your family. Call 800-935-2177. Not too long ago, it felt good to withdraw your cash from the bank, didn't it? for a vacation or a new car. But today, withdrawing your own cash has become risky. Pat Boone here for Swiss America. According to The Secret War, a new Swiss America white paper, I learned that all banks are now required to spy on you and me for the government and then report any financial behavior deemed suspicious or unusual. You must read The Secret War. It's free. Truth is, I believe the government's new war against cash is really a war against us all. But the secret is now out. So please, get and read The Secret War. Pick up your phone and call right now. 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 800-932-5517 
Once again, that's 800-932-5517. You are listening to Wrestling Observer Live with Brian Alvarez and Mike Sempervivi on the Sports Byline Broadcasting Network. Back in the show, Brian Alvarez here, Wrestling Observer Live. Mike Sempervivi, also of WrestlingObserver.com. And Dr. Lucci, your chance to finish your thought, and then let's get some plugs in. Yeah. Yeah, I just think I just think that the, the the fact that we're not hearing the sorts of things you would normally hear it with it with a go decision coming right around the corner means that there is more likely than not not one. Man, oh man! All right, what do we got in the new Figure Four Weekly coming up any time now? Well, yes, we this week's blurb is finished. It focuses on two things: the upcoming mania with Sam Adonis that we are preparing to to blast the mainstream media about, and a much closer preview of this Friday night CMLL card and its 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 Leyenda de Plata tournament, which I cannot recommend highly enough. If you've heard people yell about this year about Friday night CMLL Arena Mexico shows, this is one that you're going to see that will have good wrestling and a hot fan hot fans, and, and a real good atmosphere. All right, you can check that out, everybody. Figure Four Weekly and Wrestling Observer are available with your subscription to WrestlingObserver.com. Two big newsletters come out every single week. There are back issues of The Observer that come out as well. And you get full access to our audio archive. If you love Dr. Lucha, if you love this show, we have over 8,000 shows. We had someone do an official count. They're like 8,149 shows or something like that in the archives. I'm not on all of them, are No, not all of them, but it seems like most of them sometimes. I'm just kidding. We actually have literally hundreds of figure four dailies with Dr. Lucha. And, of course, every appearance here on Wrestling Observer Live as well. So check out the archives. There's lots of great stuff. Check out the newsletters, everything else. And, of course, thanks, Dr. Lucha, as always. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Mike, as always, everybody in the studio. Here every day, Monday through Friday, noon Pacific, 3 Eastern. And we'll talk to you tomorrow, Wrestling Observer Live. Yeah.